the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became meta-humanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called shadow runners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. Previously on Fun City, the team is sent to the Chaz, an anarchist stronghold occupying an arts facility known as the Carnegie Arcology in the Upper East Side. While there on a fact-finding mission, a Lone Star Sheriff kills an NYPD officer, and the facility is besieged by rioting, striking cops, including a mysteriously well-trained, funded, and organized group sporting gold armbands that Vern calls the Last Line. Vern and Odina ask the team to figure out what the deal is with the Lone Star Misfire and Last Line Op, and the team will, but not before a night out on the town, during which both Lux and Lash are kidnapped for causing trouble for those Nordic Wuxing wage mages back in the archipelago. They escape the corporate black site just ahead of their ostensible assassin, whisked away by Viv and TK, who learned their location from runners Kirk and Perla, who seemingly have no ill will towards the crew. In fact, perhaps quite the opposite. We join the team now on the Mrs. Egg, having rested after a very busy couple days. What all has everyone been doing for the last, let's say, two days? The lockdown had been lifted in the morning. You immediately went out into a job uh, far south in the Brooklyn Archipelago where you encountered three mages who were re-aspecting a ley line for Wuxing. You then immediately went from there to the uh, office of the PBA where you were given tickets to a tour at the Chaz. Once you were at the Chaz, you protected it from a group of rioting, uh, striking police officers. And then you went on a party. So you had very busy 24 hours hours what's everyone been up to since then tk was sleeping for like 18 hours and then got up did some push-ups made some food i think it was it was probably around 3 a.m the next day when this happened so you know he's he's on a different schedule (laughs) he's just up (laughs) in the middle of the night in the middle of the night (laughs) so lash you know isn't one to really lay low at all obviously, but she was pretty beaten up in these many series of events. So she, yeah, she took a lot of damage, not only like game wise, but like kind of damage to her psyche in terms of like being kicked off a network or getting, you know, marks on her and all these things that she's not really used to. Um, So she also has been laying suspiciously low. I think anyone in 
on the Mrs. Egg would be like, it's eerie quiet. There's no soccer ball banging across, you know, against the wall. Um, There's no like, you know, really loud brawl games on. So she's been sleeping a lot too, but she's also been like secretly spending a lot of time in the Matrix, kind of just like convincing herself that she still has prowess there uh, without really telling anyone. On the other hand, Viv has been meditating a lot, but then also just summoning varieties of sea creatures inside of her lodge. So every now and then you'll hear splashing sounds, a roar, uh, (laughs) um, her just saying, give that back, give that back. (laughs) And then you, yeah, and then you hear like a bucket falling over and she's going, again? (laughs) Um, And it's mostly just to practice, especially since uh, she is now a little bit more powerful in the summoning arena. So she's just kind of, it's kind of like sketching, but with water and with the spiritual realm. So she keeps summoning and dismissing, summoning and dismissing and trying to just get in tune with mother again, because I don't think she's really spent time uh, because they've been partying or out and about. So she really just needed to reset. Um, but every morning she has quietly gone around to check if everyone has is still on the boat. Just the motherly instinct. That's so sweet. Lash would have loved yeah. to know that if she had seen it. She would <laughs> never tell you. <laughs> Lux uh, lost his bracers. Um, that shot a um, kind of a pepper punch mix out. It's the only defense that Lux had. And so he's kind of felt naked without them. His first instinct was to uh, calm uh, Perla and Kirk um, for them. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but they said they did not take them. If you had uh, calmed them and asked if they knew where any of your uh, weapons would be, and this goes for any weapons that Lash might have had on her person, though as far as I know, Lash does not carry weapons. Is that true? Yeah. Do, like, did you have your blow dart gun on you, like, at the party? Don't think she had her blow dart gun on her at the party. So, yeah, any weapons you might have had on your person would also be gone. But anyways, yeah, if you were to calm them and ask, they would have said, you know, we were given strict instructions to put any weapons in a particular box that uh, is incinerated. Yeah. So... You know, in that same text thread, uh, Lux has also given them a, you know, kind of soft and playful warning that not to take any jobs, you know, bringing them in again, or that means, you know, skulls, emojis kind of a thing um, for them. <laughs> um, I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong again, Mike, but that was taken in the spirit that it was intended. Um, but they are more or less his friends now. And he's he's texted back and forth to them, kind of joking and, and keeping up with them unless the universe says all otherwise. Yeah, I think uh, I think that they viewed you all as targets only insofar as that was a way to get money to live yeah. uh, and that they have no uh, personal vendetta against you in any way. And that, in fact, their experiences with you at the party really led them to like you all more than dislike you. So I think if you if you reciprocate that in any way, then, yeah, you, you yeah. can definitely be pals. So Lux is now next inclination was to go to Riley to see what she had for him in the way of uh, getting a, some type of replacement defense system for Lux, poor little Lux, who doesn't have much to uh, help him stave off danger. Um, and just in case anyone forgot, Riley Tinkspark um, is kind of a 
crafter, a mechanic engineer, customs weapon specialist. That's uh, Lux's friend. And she's the one who actually designed and built uh, the bracers for him originally. Lux gets a message back in, like, let's say half a day. Yeah. And uh, Riley says, basically, like, listen, I'm, I'm swamped right now. I, I can't, I don't really have the bandwidth. I can't think about this right now. But, like, get back to me or... I'll get back to you in a couple days and we'll find a time to meet. I'll make you something even better. Don't worry about those things are last season. We're going to make you something that's um, up to date. Okay. Lux likes hearing that. Uh, He sends (laughs) us thanks. Okay. So there's also some sort of universe slash mechanical business to attend to, uh, which is uh, you have completed uh, now two jobs uh, that uh, you oh. should be rewarded uh, with karma for. So uh, I will play the obtaining karma noise here. <laughs> and a bunch of money? Ooh. Mm. Actually, bling, bling. I don't think the two jobs that they are about to get rewarded for, I do not think there is a monetary reward for either of them. <laughs> <Bollocks>. Okay. <laughs> it is it is it is exclusively metaphysical rewards. I feel like they should be able to message Vern and be like, "Your you sent us to this place that incurred some unforeseen expenses." <laughs> Yeah, well, we, can, so, we can confront them later. So, yeah, to be fair, the, the two jobs that they will get karma for right now are Odina asking them to protect the Chaz in the midst of it being sacked. And uh, though it is not a job that they were hired for, I'm still going to give them karma for it because it represents having had a meaningful experience um, <laughs> escaping or rescuing their pals from the whooshing black site after they were uh, kidnapped. <laughs> the Vern job as far as I understand it, is still ongoing because they have not had the final wrap-up meeting where they report back to him what they learn. They've only had like a very tense phone call with him where he was shouting at them about how fucked the whole situation was. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, they could really twist his arm later uh, for an additional amount uh, when they turn that job in and get karma for it. Okay, everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to do the Odina job first. She asks you to protect the Chaz, and you did. Base rate, everybody gets eight karma. Whoa. That's, That's enough. That's a lot. That's enough, baby. Okay. Plus the customary two additional karma for doing a non-corporate job. Twelve. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Another band camp, like you know, it's, it's transaction fees less. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the chest takes less less off the top. Plus another two additional karma for taking a job on the spot that was obviously very dangerous, even after you were given a very clear exit. True. We could have just left through that hallway. Yeah, Yeah. but we wanted her to owe us a favor. I'm going to award Lash slash Shannon uh, an additional two karma for being the building. So cool. Building karma. I'll remember that for later. If I want more karma, just become more building. Just become a building. <laughs> Everybody else remember that too. Nick, if you want more, <laughs> more karma for Lux, please have him become well, a building. Lux is a master of disguise, so <laughs> yeah. I can become a building pretty easy. I'm a bank. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Let me kiss this bank's wife. You can yeah, do yeah, it. Right? I was going to say. And then, and then Nick, you get to roll 30 dice and, you know. Yes. Everybody in the room is convinced this motherfucker is a bank. <laughs> TK, uh, an additional two karma to you um, for good classroom participation during Krista's tour. Nice. <laughs> you were very, yes. It was a good tour. What are you going to do? Uh, what are you going to do? And an additional one karma to everyone for their really great teamwork around the lobster offensive. Yeah. It was easy with a lobster, but I'll take it. Bless you, Aberforth. I have one question about this run before we get on to the uh, the karma distribution for escaping the black site and then the more open-ended stuff. Uh, and that question is, what is your shared understanding for the Chaz alone of how many people actually died because of actions you took directly? That is an excellent question because I think we took care not to kill people this time, at Chaz at least. Yeah. I can't think of one. Can anybody think of one? Nobody at the gate died, so far as we know. No one in the hallway died. None of the gold bands, either the three on the roof or the two in the hallway died. The two in the van didn't die. They were hurt. Well, okay. What about this? The guy that you message, we need to talk later from his wife. <laughs> his wife could have killed him, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, that's collateral um, damage. Like I don't think that's so. That's different. Can you roll a d20 to see if Michael Sullivan survived the night? <laughs> I'm going to say if he rolls one through five, uh, one, one through three. He probably had a heart attack. He, he did not make it. Fifteen. 15? They rolled a 15. Michael Sullivan lives. He saw the message that he does not remember sending his wife and went, but powered through. Nobody hold me down. Then reward yourselves, all of you, with an additional two karma. Wow. so much karma. I love out of karm. Wow. I've heard of chicken parm, but picking karm? Oh, no. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Escaping the black site. The base rate for that is you all get three karma. All right. Wow. Plus this one, I know for sure, uh, an additional two karma for not killing anyone. No one died. I am also going to give Nick and Shannon an additional one karma each for their great performances yes. in filling all of us in on Lux and Lash's last evening. Uh, I want to reiterate that none of that was scripted. The uh, <laughs> the objects were randomly determined and these two just made it happen. So really good. Awesome. So the open-ended part of this, I want to do a little bit differently from the last ones that we've done. And I just want to ask all of you if you think that there is any additional karma that should be given or in very extreme cases taken away uh, <laughs> for any reason, for any performances, uh, either your own or that of your teammates slash castmates. So I'm going to put the rest of the distribution of karma, anything left in your hands. Oh, I might wow. veto if you try to give each other like 30 karma, but... I could, I can make an argument for taking a karma away from Lash because I think the way she... <laughs> Why? Because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a fair player if nothing else. Right. Of course, the Democrats are here receiving karma. <laughs> Centrism. Yes, and that Savvy. is the way of the Savvy. world. It gets us many places. 
So the way Lash got upset and ran to the van, I don't think she actually needed to shoot one of them in the leg. And Lash, again, she doesn't use guns. She doesn't really like punch Mm -hmm. to kill. I think it was a little bit of letting her anger get the best of her. So I would argue that was a naughty thing to do. Uh, I will say (laughs) I liked it a lot. So that's my opinion. (laughs) I thought it was good. They didn't die. Uh, I would hate to punish. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to punish, punish you characters for that. on our fun genre serial adventure show <laughs> for having fun serial genre adventures. I'm just saying, is it out of character? I think little, it does not. It, but... it it might be out of character if it was not justified by every moment leading up to it, which it felt to me it was that you made it very clear that what happened to Lash was something that made her very angry and. She was obviously irritated by these two people. Like there was just their perhaps manner uh, in addition to their affiliation and actions sort of pushed her over the edge. That represents maybe a choice that she regrets, but not necessarily one that feels, at least in the context of the episode, out of left field. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And I don't want to sound too much like the the Democrats um, here, but I will say it was kind of cathartic for me to have a couple of males be mean to a woman online and then her just get off and then go kick their ass yeah that's how we should understand this i agree yeah yeah no i think that's a great reading of this situation absolutely lash went to a commenter's house and shot him in the knee yeah Yeah. let that be uh, a lesson to all of you not all of you hey if you're in our discord hey you cool (laughs) we love it let's 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 calm down about that because anyone can join that discord provided they pay five dollars a month (laughs) true I will um, allow hollow earth theorists to pay me $5 a month. Yes. <laughs> I guess flat and hollow see, earth. See, here's what I, here's yes. what I, if we have a hollow, the two if we have a hollow earther, I will create a separate discord within the discord that only they can access. Okay. Yes. And just, there's dinosaurs is, down there. And there's dinosaurs this is just down becoming there. A fun, this is just a fun chatty now. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think Lux deserves some karma for that incredible hearth post to get everybody into the auditorium. Oh, that was a good post. Good post. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was like, wasn't that a critical success or was it? That was, I believe it was, in fact, a, it was not a critical success, but, but I think we had labeled success. it as, yeah, like overwhelming success or something, yeah. which if overwhelming is not critical, what is it? Play um, the sound, play the sound <laughs> right here. There it is. Um, <laughs> Jen, you can also uh, determine the amount. Oh, I don't know. Uh, let's say it's two. There you go, Nick. I think that's This goes to me. Oh, no. I yes. was going to say, let's make it one because this is doing Jesus what luck Christ. does. Uh, <laughs> no. Keep, Keep the filibuster. Keep the filibuster. Look, if it were me, okay. I would be like, right. hey. I'll take two. I'll take I'd two. I'd be like, I'll hey, 15. Thank you, Why not? Who says we can't? I'll take two. <laughs> Who says we can't? Um, it is good that Lux did an online post and got two and Viv summer summoned a magical water lobster that cats confuse <laughs> on the two people that were going to kill us so and great. she gets nothing. Well. Um, <laughs> they were in a grocery store in their minds with a very large, <laughs> large person behind a, a lobster container for most of the stint. But a lobster container. <laughs> That's what it's called. It's a lobster container. If it contains lobsters, it's a lobster container. What do you call it? A tank? (laughs) I'll call it a tank. Unless there are uh, any 
additions. This concludes our karma distribution. We are going to hold off on spending this karma uh, until the next time that karma is awarded so that we can spend it uh, all at once. I think that will likely be within the next episode or two. So for now, karma concluded. Friends, chumps, comrades, I have some incredible news for you. So incredible, in fact, this ad will appear also in the patron feed version of this episode. Wow. Historic. Fun City has released its first t-shirt. It only took us two and a half years, and you can get it now at cottonbureau.com forward slash Fun City Ventures. Actually, let me go just make sure really quick that that's right. Hmm. You can get it at cottonbureau.com forward slash people forward slash fun dash city dash ventures. I'll put a link in the show notes so that you don't have to remember all those dashes. Anyway, that's right. You can now sheathe your body in your love for this here cyberpunk pod and advertise to the world your devoted listenership. That is conspicuous consumption, my friends. Also, we all make a little money from the t-shirts, which helps us eat and pay rent and stuff. But enough about us. Imagine it. You are at the bar. You're at the library. You're at the doctor's office. You're at the combination bar, library, doctor's office, and someone catches your eye. They point at your shirt and they say one of two things. Either, uh, what is that? Or, oh my God, you listen to Fun City 2, fast forward three months, and you're married. Also, both lottery winners, and all of your enemies have perished under mysterious circumstances. That's just how it works, folks. I don't make the rules. But there is a catch. I didn't make this rule either. If you want to experience that loving, adversary-free life of luxury, you got to act fast. The first round of shirts is a limited edition. The t-shirt campaign will run until March 30th, and then poof no more. Olivia Gulen, whom you may know from the credits of every episode, made a design so cool for this t-shirt, so cool, so fresh, so rad, that it is dangerous to make available in unlimited quantities. So you got to act fast. Go and grab your shirt. Grab two just in case the first gets ripped while you're successfully defending your family from a bear attack. The bear maybe thought it smelled pizza in your kitchen. Anyways, you're a hero in this situation. That's the important thing to remember. Act fast or be forever relegated to wearing normal t-shirts not made by your favorite cyberpunk podcast set in a post-climate catastrophe New York City. Cottonpuro.com forward slash people forward slash fun dash city dash ventures. Get there before March 30th. Meet the love of your life. Fight a bear and win. So you all have a number of open threads at the moment. The first is you have a job technically still outstanding with Vern, as just discussed, uh, about reporting to him what you learned at the Chaz. Uh, once you turn that in, you will get more karma, um, and Vern will likely have some things to say to you about about the evening and i think you also are expecting him to deliver some information to you about evo in one way or another you also were tasked by both Vern and odina in different ways to figure out what the deal with the guys that were wearing the gold armbands is who they are uh, where they came from, who funded them, I think was something that Vern had asked. Is that right, Taylor? Vern wanted to know like where they get their money from. Yes. 
Yeah. So that is an open thread of doing some research on those people who I think you know uh, are referred to as, quote, the last line. And Odina also, I think, suggested to you that she was very curious about learning how it is a Lone Star laser rifle went off to... Um, kill the striking police uh, to kill this uh, head potato uh, that set the whole thing off. Is there anything in particular that you all want to tackle first? Um, yeah, Viv is sitting at the kitchen table with a towel wrapped up in her long hair and um, uh, opening a banana sideways and about to put a fork in it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I quite liked working with Odina. Yeah, she's great. I had fun. Yeah. I don't know if it's fun to be uh, caught in the middle of some crossfire. Sure, but it is exciting. I guess after a year of not being caught in any How crossfire. How long has it been since you've seen that many people? A year. Exactly. It's pretty, it's pretty sweet. I think we have differing opinions of how much we want to see other people. <laughs> Flash is... Uh tossing a softball back and forth between her two hands, kind of looking a little bit confused. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I don't really love that we were there in the Chaz exactly when this whole thing went down. Lux, do you have any kind of feeling that Vern might have been involved? I don't know. I mentioned this to you while we were going through the Chaz. It just... it. Did, how could he have no knowledge of this? Sure, yeah. I mean, it, 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 your suspicion makes sense to me. If we're suspicious of Vern, we need to be clear about what we would be suspicious of him for. Um, what would Vern have to gain for us being there? Would he know that we would try to stop them? I don't know. That seems flimsy to me. I mean, it's just as much like us to just leave and, you know, uh, take a party favor and, and get out. If he's involved with these gold bands, then he wouldn't want us there, right? Uh, if he thought that we would help uh, help him, I, I don't really know what he ha what he stands to gain. He has outwardly, outwardly told us that he doesn't like the gold band guys, and he's not on their side. So, um, is there if there is there some way he he knew that we would have helped stop them? I don't know why he wouldn't tell us what was going on or be open about it if that was his goal. So I, I don't know. I. But I hear you. Yeah, and I think, I mean, look, look, let's be honest, right? Mm -hmm. He knew when we were going to be there. He did seem very surprised mm -hmm. from what, I mean, from, from what your faces said when you were on that call with, I wasn't, I didn't answer. I, you know, it seemed like you guys had it covered. Yeah, we know. Yeah. I think you probably heard a good portion of it just because Vern was shouting yeah. so loudly. Well, they, I, <laughs> it seemed to me that he was possibly surprised by how everything went down. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... Even if, but even if he didn't know, what does that mean for us? Like, what, you know, it, it means he can't protect us. He can't, we can't rely on him in that way to keep us, you know, from getting shot with a laser rifle from the gold band guys or the regular police. Well, yeah, he definitely seems, you know, by his own account that he, that he's pretty powerless in terms yeah, of controlling means, this extremist group. Which means my vote is, I mean, we, I mean, We've worked with this guy a bit, and every time we do, it's a little mm. weird. I, I I feel like maybe minimizing our dealings with him is the way to go forward. Just get this done. Okay. Get out. I mean, is there another way we can figure out? Get his information about Evo, you know, that's a back burner thing. And then we just, we cut him loose. We get out of here. Yeah. 
Well, I think what I would like from Vern is a list of the names that he has of the people who've been affected, that he's confirmed have been affected by the experiments by Evo. And I think we can get those and, and move away. I agree. And I don't think we should give him all the information we have on the Chaz. Yeah, that sounds right. Because, I mean, look, he's every time we talk to him and we do something for him, it ends up being extremely dangerous. And the money's not even that good. You two got kidnapped. That was kind of our fault. Oh, wow. That was kind of that our was... fault. True. Yeah. I, yeah, I did kind of not pay attention to the signals. Yeah, it was obvious that we were getting, being drugged and I went okay, along with it. Okay, all right. Well, that's yeah. not, okay. That's, this is a, a, yeah. a. I not, don't want a victim blame. It's not your fault. Yeah. I did ask for the poison and drink it. Yes, you didn't know. that is something defense, that happened. Defense, you didn't know it was poison. I think it's important that you didn't know. If you did know it was poison, then yeah, we could, we could blame. Right, all true, I know true. is, look, a lot of stuff has happened and I try not to blame myself for it. Because it wasn't my fault, unless it was. And then I blame myself for it. But if it wasn't, then I don't. Well, for Odin's sake and at her request, I still would like to get down to the bottom of who these uh, last line fellows are and who leads them and what their ultimate goals are. In terms of sharing that information with Vern, I don't have any problem with that. If, if he's actually involved somehow or he or he has some back channel or something and we give him information he already has, that's fine. But uh, yeah, I think I, 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 I personally doubt that. But at the very least, we need to get all this information for Odina. So I see two big things here. One is just the, the people involved, um, and we can start with we could start there. Um, I also think that we um, have reason to believe that at least some people in Lone Star may have been involved with setting this whole thing off. I don't think that the laser rifle went off by accident. Um, these guys with gold bands were ready to go. I don't think they had any impetus to, to move in or would have had the ability to move in without some form of, you know, some inciting action or some inciting incident. So I don't think that's a coincidence at all. So we could, we could maybe check that out as well. As they say, keep your friends close and your enemies at business relations. That is exactly Mm. what they say. I agree with that. It was actually, (laughs) so in the, okay. So I started another book. (laughs) Whoa, you reread another Read book again? I mean, this is another. It's it's like this. It's the same author, uh, Stuart Anderson, okay. but it's a different book. Stu, this time Stu mm-hmm. is like some of that stuff I said in the last book. Well, that was wrong. That was not the emotions book. <laughs> yeah, bro. He's reneging his emotions. I some book? of it. Some of it. Okay. Oh, but he's saying stuff like that. You know, it's like why would you keep your enemies closer than your friends? You know, business relations. Mm. Right. Business relations. So what do you propose we do next? Should we pay Vern a visit? Okay, so in this book, it's called Crossing the Unbridgeable Divide, and it's it's about conflict hmm. and conflict resolution. So I think we should. Okay. We should. All right. Well, let's let's test some of that out on uh, on Vern. Right, and Lux, you have that new uh, you have some new technology, right? Lie detector. Yep. Ooh. Yeah. We test it out. Wait, hold on. Before we leave, I think we should. We should get our weapons in order because every time we we talk to Vern or uh, around Vern, somebody gets shot, and I'm tired of feeling blindsided. Mm-hmm. We've had lots of conversations with Vern where nobody got yeah, shot. Yeah, but recently but, it's been happening more. Well, I don't have any weapons, and you know that. Uh, Would you Riley's like going to get back to <laughs> Would me. Would you like a I'm, weapon? It's very dangerous for me to hold Would one. Would you of like those. one? I got I stuff. Don't have the requisite <laughs> skills 
TK TK is just holding a cup of coffee. Oh, a <laughs> cup of coffee. Yes, I'm sorry. I wasn't looking. I I thought you were talking about one of the guns. No, no, that's I on was your I was asking about a gun in my room or an axe or something. Oh, you know, no, I, any no, of that? I, I can't. I'm not going to be useful with any of that um, at all. Okay, Lux, fine, fine. If you don't want, if you don't want the axe that I am offering you, that's fine. It's very sharp. You know, if you, things DK. happen, just just stand just stand behind me. I got it. It will do. So do you guys want to go to Vern's office? Yes. Uh, I think we should call him first. Okay, but yes, we should go. <laughs> it sounded like Lone Star was about to kick him out or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Last time we spoke. His office might not be his anymore. Okay. Yeah. I, look, I, I'm all for the element of surprise. If I'm confronting someone with the, uh, the, the you know, to conflict resolve with them violently or mm-hmm. un- non-violently, I, I want to okay. surprise them to gain the upper hand. All right, well, let's not be violent with Vard. We... we we have no reason to believe he's oh, done no. anything wrong it's yet. It's about gaining the upper hand. It's psychological okay. manipulation. It's different. <laughs> Is this in your book? I don't know if I like this I don't this know if book. I like this book. Hey, the other book seems so nice. Myself. Okay. This- <laughs> I'm learning using okay. the disciplines. All right. Um, yeah, hold on. Let me, hold on. Let me call Vern. Lux, uh, comes Vern. He answers. Yeah, just hold on. No, just hold on one second. I'll be right there. Hold on. No, I have to take this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You hear like a very heavy metal door shut somewhere nearby. Jesus. Lux. Hey, hey, Vern, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Are you okay? The wall, yeah, the walls are sick in here, so I, sometimes it's hard to get the signal. And we haven't lowered the top of the Faraday cage onto it yet, so uh, yeah, I should still be able to hear me if I stay up on the are top of the scaffolding. What? Are you at the PBA? You're I can in your undis- office? I undisclosed location. You're at an undisclosed. Are, are you safe? Fern? I can't disclose. I'm now, but no, okay. I can't disclose my location. Oh my god! Have you have you received threats? I'm a police officer, and also I'm the head of the union. Yeah, I've received a few threats in my day. Oh right, yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to get snappy. Ah, things are tense. What do you have for me? Well, I partially what I'm calling for is to see what you have for me. Um, we uh, are beginning the process now of of. Uh, you know, we're in the early stages, basically, of, of finding out who these guys are. Did you find out any information for me on the gold bands you know of? No, I'm not a detective that I hired to find out more about the last line. You okay. are the detectives I am hiring to find out more about the last line. I've oh. had other things on my plate. Right. What else is on your plate, Vern? Are you fucking serious to me right now? Yeah. I could lose my job. Mm-hmm. The contract negotiations for the incorporate it's completely falling apart. I might my 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 representative election might be recalled. Okay. So, no, yeah. I haven't been googling the last line in the last couple of days because right. I got some shadow runners to do it. Yes, and we're we're on it. I just wanted to to let you know, you know, what we knew, um, given the first assignment you gave us. We weren't able to gather much. I mean, as you probably can imagine, um, we didn't Lux, have any... Lux, Lux, look. Yeah. You better cut the shit, man. What's going on? You don't sound well, like I... yourself. I'm sorry. I'm just not in a diplomatic mood. I think my diplomatic reservoir is at so low you can see the scum at the bottom of the diplomacy container. Okay. Vern, I'm just trying to give you a just a little overview of, w- of where we are with this. Um, I something, you know, Something's on your mind you're not saying. Just say it. We went to... This place, the Chaz, yeah, on your command, yeah, on the same night My that request. we all were attacked, yeah. by police officers, yeah. okay, yeah. I understand that you are saying 
that you have nothing to do with these guys. I have no reason to believe you have anything to do with these guys. But you knew that you knew that they're called the last line. Yeah. You know more police officers than yeah. anybody and more NYPD than anybody. All of okay. Them. You yeah. are exactly you are definitely a source of information for us here. Okay. I understand That's you don't fair. have time. You don't have time right now, and we are getting to the bottom of this. Okay. But I am also telling you you are interested in the Chaz. We don't have a lot of information about the Chaz. We were interrupted, okay, when we were doing recon. All right. And I'm just putting that out there, let you, let you know what's going on. All right. If you're saying that you can't help us at all with the last line, line guys or any information about that, that's okay. We will still try to get as much information as we can. All right. But yeah, listen, I just, I just, you know, uh, I can only give you what I have, what I've given you already. I don't have any more information. I take, I'm, I'm very, very much insulted by this sort of accusatory tone. Uh, just, I just what don't have I the time. You this. I have to, I have to, uh, now I have to calm down. I have to take a break and go for a okay. walk in the park. You have access to a park? <laughs> New York City. I'm going to okay. take a walk in the park to calm down because you've made me so angry. Okay. Well, I didn't I, my mean walk to. Sometimes can last between half an hour and hour and a half. <laughs> okay. But okay. thanks for nothing, I guess. Okay. 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 I suggest that you also take steps to calm down and relax because you're okay, being irrational. All right. Well, I don't know what I said that was irrational. All right. Oh, I... I've had enough of you. I definitely hope I don't talk to you again very soon. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. How'd it go? What did he say? Um, basically, he's uh, his position is in danger. Um, he uh, <laughs> might be. It. Shut up! Just the fuck! Shut up! Nick, roll insight. Wh- whatever. What? <laughs> Logic. <laughs> Make him roll a, a inter- like. Uh, there's subtext. There's subtext, and let's see if Lux picks up on the subtext. Uh, yeah. Nick, roll. Uh, roll logic plus charisma. Okay. Logic plus charisma with the rule of sixes, please. Four hits. Great. Uh, so Nick Lux realizes that Vern uh, is trying to suggest that Lux meet him in the park without right. actually saying that, and that it's probably likely it is the park that is just outside the PBA, which is the the park at the bottom of Manhattan in okay, Battery that Park sounds City. Good. Okay, Lux hangs up the comm and he says, "Um, I think we need to go meet." Vern in the park. Said that? No, he can't say that. He's being monitored. Oh. Uh, okay. Sure. Gotta get some off mic information. Well said, Lai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because his name's not Mike. I get it. Let's go. You guys get in Henley the Bentley uh, and you drive south uh, to Battery Park City, hoping, planning to run into Vern. Bijan, does TK want to play anything specific on the way? Yeah, TK is uh, interested in discovering new genres, so he decides to look up some thrash metal because he thinks it might, you know, really change some stuff for him. Right? There's some thrash metal playing. Everybody else in the car maybe thinks it's slightly too loud. Viv definitely thinks it's too loud. She has her fingers in her ears. PK looks at Viv and says, cast a spell. (sighs) Not easy to meditate in here. What a rude thing to say to your magical grandma. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cast a spell. You don't like it? Cast a spell. Yeah. PK's a little peeved because he hasn't learned anything new from Viv recently. Can't you only know one (laughs) spell? Whose fault is that? Yeah, but the principle of the thing is different. He might know more with this karma that we we have yet to spend you. Mm.
You guys drive in uh, Henley, the loud Bentley, uh, south to Battery Park City. You park in the underhang that is beneath the superstructure and come up above ground and kind of just wander around uh, the small park, uh, the small, like, wooded, uh, again, uh, this this trend reforested, uh, though really they're just making parks, uh, portion at the lower portion of Manhattan. And, uh, yeah, after a while, uh, you do manage to see Vern uh, from afar, from probably a couple hundred feet away. Uh, he is, to be fair, easy to spot. He's giant. Uh, and he's, uh, yeah, he's just kind of slowly pacing around. He is wearing a black hoodie with the hood <laughs> up. How can a hood be up when you have giant horns? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Shadow Wait, Run. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait I, yeah, I have a question. Is, does the hood have holes in it, or is it a giant hood that also covers the horns? It can be both. How sharp are his horns? <laughs> Buddy? One way to find out. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, Viv is um, kind of trailing behind everybody, and she's got those, like, you know, dad clip-on sunglasses over her gold glasses, and she's wearing a scarf over her head and around her neck. That's, like, it's a little windy down there, right? Like, kind of by Battery Park, usually. Yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're also, you know, at the, it's one of the highest points of the superstructure, and there's a lot of wind off the sea over here. So, uh, yeah, it actually is. It's pretty windy, and it's, it's cold. It's, uh... Um, fall, so uh, there's yeah, there's a breeze. It's it's pretty chilly. He's just a little suspicious and looking around just because they've been on the news in the past week, so just a little more disguised than usual. TK's wearing a, a ski mask and a and a jacket from an obscure video game that no one would know about. <laughs> All black. It's a, I'm gonna say canonically, it's Star Fox 64. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He looks like Falco <laughs> with the ski mask on. <laughs> Flash is n- remembering that this is maybe we're they're about to get some sensitive information. So she just quickly does a little matrix search around the area, make sure that no one around has any kind of like suspicious kind of high powered tech around. Uh, yeah, roll up, roll a matrix perception test. Computer plus intuition. Three hits. The city has recently been installing um, these new security cameras in all of the parks uh, because they are piloting this new program where parks are open 24 hours, uh, which is the first time that they've done that in a very, very long time. And there was a bunch of complaints from a bunch of the people in the neighborhoods that are being reforested that that's dangerous. And so the compromise that they made with the city is the city was like, okay, we will also install these just really God awfully ugly cameras that are disguised as birds nests (laughs) and some of them even have fake birds in them oh this doesn't (laughs) make it better and so you can see yeah in a bunch of the trees there are these new cameras that they're installing they also act kind of as mad scanners Uh, they're not as powerful as the ones that you walk through when you go into a corporate facility uh, or, you know, the bar. Uh, But they do have a sort of low-level ability to detect certain kinds of compounds and materials that would be considered contraband. Other than that, you don't really see any people that have anything that uh, would raise any suspicions. Um, Lux walks up to Vern and says, Excuse me, sir, do you know where I could buy some drugs? <laughs> TK flanks Vern. 
Since you want the archipelago for that, please leave me alone. And then he <laughs> walks about 30 yards away into an entrance of a, sort of a untended thicket. It's sort of a jumble of like unmowed like bushes and stuff. Um, but it, and also there's, there's some like construction and gardening equipment that's just sort of being cast, you know, put aside. Uh, and it looks like there might be a path back there. Lux uh, acts like he's walking the other way, but um, kind of dips around a tree and heads to where Vern was heading. Live trails behind. You get inside, you see that there's like a little... Uh, you couldn't see it from outside because of the junk, but they're like, they're building a new little fountain thing here, uh, hmm. but it's still under construction. Uh, however, there are, there is a small ring of benches around it, and Vern is sitting on one. He takes up almost the entire thing. There is a bench to his left. Underneath it is a crumpled uh, pizza box. Uh, Lux sits uh, on that bench on over the pizza box. Lash just does a quick search. She is assuming that maybe there aren't as many security cameras in this new unfinished area. Is that the as case? As far as you can tell, there isn't even electricity run over here yet. Right. PK's still flanking Vern. Yeah, Viv stands by the new fountain structure kind of across from them. Oh, good. The whole gang's here. It's discreet. <laughs> It's great to see you, Vern. I'm sorry. I forget myself. Hello, it's good to see you in person. I'm very glad you're okay. Yeah. What's going on, Vern? Lux is talking to Vern, but he's looking straight ahead. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Vern's also looking straight ahead uh, at the <laughs> unfinished fountain. <sighs> you think that I sent you to the Chaz on purpose? Because I knew that was going to happen? You think I'm trying to kill you? No, I think you could have killed us easily by now. We don't... Oh, that's what I was going to say. If you said yes, was think, yeah, I would say I would kill you so many times by now. I own the police. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it yeah, sounds like yeah. you were ready to go on on something, so you could say <sighs> it if you want. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm relieved because I saw that okay. you thought I was trying to kill you, and it's just like I can't take more sets this week. No, you know it's it's a weird coincidence. Uh, honestly, Vern, probably, but it's just like you know. It, we just were wondering why things happened this way, you know, as you do. Yeah, um, me too. I think that if you were to do something like this, it would be to frame us for something. If that was what you tried to do, you failed at that. Yeah. Um, or, but I don't know. Um, so I just wanted you to know um, that we didn't get a lot of information about the Chaz because of the events of it. But we are working on getting the information about the group of fellas with the bands etc nick roll con for me a con yep you do in fact know many things about the chaz yeah Vern, you can roll negotiation plus charisma to try to see through the con uh four hits yeah Vern is preoccupied and highly emotional uh he is taking you at your word and by the way i said i didn't learn much i'm not saying that i would never tell Vern anything about what we learned i just wanted him to know that we didn't learn much yeah yeah, yeah absolutely Hey, no, I understand. Listen, I don't know much either. That's why I sent you down there. But also, I truly do not understand this last line saying. And now he turns and looks at you. And then he, in turn, just sort of looks around at all of you. Uh, and he's a little more animated now. And he even pulls the hood back. Uh, and like, <laughs> Look, they were just a bunch of assholes on the forums and the, the subthreads. Uh, you know, the people's chatting and all, all that shit. There's tons of those. There's lots of little groups inside 
the, the union and all the cops have them. All the police have them. All the security forces have these little bands and cliques that form. You get more than 500 people in your organization, people start to form little interior groups. It's just something you learn when you work in big organizations. Listen, there's so many. There's the, there's the shame lads. There's the Foxtrot Freddies. You know, mm-hmm. it's just these little groups of jerks and they all have the different ideology and these things and they have the shirts they wear, the tattoos, the whatever, all that shit. So that's all the last line was. Somebody occasionally get like a yellow line tattooed on the arm and whatever not uh-huh. have this no one none of them ever like have unregistered firearms in the city or 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 any sort of violence like this i thought it was like 10 people max honestly i've some go sometimes i go weeks i not think about the last line and since they show up and it's like it's the fucking union army coming into the fucking jazz i you know i know as much as you now burn what do they want and a what do they want in general so before all of this what did they want out of the police which direction did they want to go? What what decisions did they want you to make or or the yeah. police in general to make? I mean, you're, you're, you're no stranger to these guys. I mean, I see them all the time. You deal with cops as a professional matter. You see there's lots of different ways of like intersecting with the ideology of like law enforcement. These, are, these guys are police maximalists. They're cop fetishists. Okay, so these are just like... Oh, they're fascists. You know, yeah. But they're not allowed okay. to be fascists, you know, because... Like capital F, you know, but that's just what they, they, they want. You know, they, they see the world as there's cops and there's everybody else as the cops is in charge. Okay. What are the- These are the kind of people, they become law enforcement because they have a desire to enact domination over other people. I mean, you know, on the forums, they talk about like, you know, acting outside the police force, outside of NYPD Incorporated, uh, just becoming their own like sort of violent vigilante group but it's always just chatter i mean you always get mm. some there's always like 10 percent of people that are going to behave like this that's just a couple of bad apples mm. well we saw more than a couple of bad apples well um, by ratio hundreds hundreds yeah, well, of bad apples we have we thousands saw, of good police officers in my pd incorporated well the there was also hundreds and if not thousands of police officers that didn't seem directly affiliated but were following the orders of or at least going along with those gold band guys so i it's hard for us to say from where we're sitting what do you think that these the last line guys want with the chas i think that they just want to demonstrate police power but i don't think that what happens at the chas is the same as the last line guys that i'm familiar with that's why i'm terrified i think something else is going on is that's why the i'm hiring guys is i can't listen can't use the resources at my disposal, especially now as the way things are going, to investigate through the normal channels, which is why I asked you to do it in the first place. Understand? So, are you implying that another, maybe more powerful group co-opted this last line? In my business, I know not to make proclamations like that, but perhaps that is what you find. I'm not surprised, yeah. Hmm. I don't know any specifics beyond that, but I have a basic structural understanding of power. Thank you for you know comes with the territory. But 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 please don't you dare believe that I sent you into danger without telling you you're going into danger. I'll send you into danger all the time. Yes, I know you're comfortable doing <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's Vern, my job. These Alaska line guys have a a way of getting funded. I could tell you that. I could see the, I saw the gear that they used. They were ready to go. All right. They didn't get the call that some gun went off and then rush out with a, a laser designed specifically to cut a specific door um, within minutes. All right. These guys had weapons and machinery that I haven't seen in my life. Um, they have real money behind what they're doing. The door laser really gives up the game. 
Well, the door laser is one thing, but it, there was a lot. So I'm just saying. And they were quite tough. <laughs> I yeah, had a hard guys, time with them. Yeah, these guys sucked. And they had some rude hackers. Yes, that's another thing. These are not to hack a bunch. Well, that that's what also makes me think that they have funds. Is I don't think those types of hackers are cheap. I do have something else for you. Hmm. Look in the pizza box. Lux picks up the pizza box um, and looks at it. It is actually a pizza box. So, like, there was pizza in here. It's a little greasy on the inside. Okay. Lash, as Lux is opening, goes, Ooh, I hope it's pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, if there is a direct opposite of pepperoni, that's what is in the box. We can get, pep- we can get pizza after. That would rule. Uh, Lux flips open the top. Inside is a grease-stained yellow paper legal pad with handwriting in ballpoint pen. This is like seeing someone hand you a woodcut now. Or like a a papyrus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a scroll. This is a a lithography piece. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. He's he's chiseled some notes onto some sandstone. (laughs) You understand that I cannot, all the data coming in and going out of me is being monitored now. So we go back to the dead trees and the ink and the analog and such, you know. Can't hack a legal pad. Lux just looks down at it and says, how old is this? Uh, I've been keeping this list for years. And you look at it and you can immediately tell uh, it's a list of names, addresses, uh, rank, time they spent under Evo care uh, and a few key phrases that have been used to describe them post care. There's a few other details too, but the things that immediately jump out to you is this is a list of current and former NYPD incorporated uh, employees who have received medical care at Evo. In fact, there are locations of multiple Evo uh, New York locations uh, attached to each name, as well as a couple of lines of like essentially family and witness testimony and some medical, like very brief snippets of medical records, you know, copied by hand about like what's going on with them now. Mm-hmm. PK immediately takes the document and starts photographing it. Uh, Don't do that. Don't do that, please. Lux has photographic memory, and so he waves TK as in a way that says not necessary. Not that TK will listen, but... (laughs) Oh, no, TK nods. I'll be taking that pad back with me, but I know that you have the photograph memory, so you can look at it now and just, you know, Mm. know. Um, Lux is quiet for a second as he takes us in, and he realizes that this is not a last line list. This is the Evo list that he had been talking about. Um, with him and he just asked just because just top of mind I guess he says Vern do you have any suspicion that there's any overlap with this list and the list of people in the last or associated with the last line no okay this is the most notable individuals that I think have been corrupted by the evil the evil practices okay thank you for this Vern we will check in on this as well let me ask you something, though. You've been pestering me for this list for a long time. Why? I have reason to believe what you say is true about what Evo may be doing, and I'm going to stop them. Bullshit. Lux hands back the pad and doesn't say anything. Viv, Vern motions for you to come over. 
she uh, kind of re uh, readjusts her scarf uh, <laughs> over her face, and she uh, she's just walking up with her hand on her forehead. <laughs> yes. Sots, you would appreciate this. He shows you the legal pad, and his giant finger runs down the list. Um, it's like pointing at something with a uh, loaf of bread. <laughs> a baguette, yeah. It's a whole, yeah, a whole yeah, yeah. Is it a baguette or a brioche? Where are we? Where are we? How, how not brioche, not brioche. Boo, brioche. Pointing, you know, <laughs> giant finger. And it stops at a name. The name is Avilril Quinala. She's this elf. Um, she was a mage. She <laughs> comes back from Evo. She's still an elf. No longer a mage. Viv's blood goes cold. You can see... The blood drained from her cheeks. How did they do that? Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard of that. Isa. She backs away. Like, her hand is shaking. This is all I have. I have suspicions. I have rumors. That's all I have. Open book. To that point, Nick, if Lux looks past mm-hmm. the first page, this list of names that has, like, some identifying information, he'll see that there is... Probably another, like, maybe 10 pages of copied out notes, Mm -hmm. but it's much less specific. It's much more like rough notes, times that people went in and came out, and some descriptions of the care that they got. But, like, nothing really about uh, them changing. No identifying information like name, uh, no badge numbers, uh, no ages or anything like that, but it's like meta types some illnesses and like some time periods right yeah so you i don't know if you want to ask about what that is you could but that's what is the sum total unless taylor has other things that he wants to add in there like what you see is this like very short list of specific names and then something that's a little bit longer that's like kind of vague um yeah yeah, and you should also know that there are organizer notes next to them. Like, this person is high touch, approach this way. This person is burned out, do not approach again for six months, three months, or a year. Right. Like, there are relationships, you know, like you have yeah. as an organizer. Yeah, uh, and, I, and I have those, so if, you, if, if Lux needs them in the future, just ask. Ooh. Well, I think Lux would ask right now. Sure. Or, and it looks like... Some of them you have a lot of information on, but the ones towards the back you have almost none. Is that, you know, ranked by date or? No, they're ranked by um, when I came across the case. But, uh, I mean, people think that because I'm, you know, head of the union, I uh, I can somehow get around the health data law. But, you know, it's, that's one of the hardest things to get around. Uh, health information is extremely difficult to get without the family and the person's permission. Um, so some people I interviewed, others refused to talk to me, but I was able to get some information based on maybe some not completely forward processes, but also some, you know, context clues and uh, talking to the friends. This is just what I've been able to cobble together. But I believe this is true. I believe there's no false information on the ad. If Lux were to ruffle through this and his mind now, would he see that they all of these people that do have confirmed information for going into Evo um, stated cause? Is it all related to some medical? Is there some you know uh, medical you know reason that's associated with them going to Evo, or are there all kinds of reasons? Some of these people were injured on the job. Some of these people just had tennis elbow. Some of these people migraines. Some of the people had you know 
melanoma cancer. But you go into Evo and they decide you need more tests and they find things. And then you disappear for weeks into private facility. Hmm. Sometimes days, sometimes weeks. But when you come out, not the same person. If you want to know any more, I think you're going to have to ask Evo. Well, is there anybody that you've spoken to, any, not even one person, that gave you a full account of what happened to them while they were in Evo? Well, this is the thing, is the people that come out cannot, they are not reliable narrators of what happened inside. But look at this. I mean, he shuffles the first few pages like someone who knows exactly where something is in a book. It's like really quick, boom, page four, that giant baguette-sized finger down. These two. These two are the most recent ones, Amelie and Eli, and I haven't had a chance to interview them yet, so maybe there's a first who remembers something. Okay. Thank and you, I don't think I'm going to have a chance to interview them now. As much as whatever is happening with Evo is uh, causes belly of this whole thing, it's Latin, not German. I, um, <laughs> I've got to focus on the problem at hand, which is that someone is organizing people within my organization to uh, destroy me or take down all the negotiations. Or, and uh, he's genuinely bothered. And he's, he's quiet for a time that I, Taylor, would be uncomfortable being quiet for on the show. There's a period of quiet. Vern isn't saying anything. You're all just kind of standing there. It's kind of gray out. The wind is whipping through this thicket of brambles uh, that is surrounding, not yet been manicured for this upcoming fountain that will be here. You can hear some of the caution tape some of the construction tape flittering in the wind in the background and lux as you're all just sort of sitting there as Vern is being thoughtful as he's just said about you know he thinks someone's trying to destroy him something some someone's trying to cause trouble for him you know it, he's in a world of hurt uh lux gets a calm message uh do you see it in ar do you have like ar on yeah um the message is from odina uh and the message says hi lux Please hand your comm link to Lash. Uh, Lux does so. Lash, you have whatever it is that, that Lux hands you, whether it's a screen or glasses or just the comm itself. And you just see a message from Odina that says, Lux, please hand your comm link to Lash. Lash puts the comm link on. goes, Ugh. <laughs> And messages Odina back. Lash here. The next message comes very soon, and it just says, how are you feeling? <laughs> Lash, Lash goes, aw. <laughs> and goes, oh, you know, it's been a, it's, she's typing this all, or she's thinking this all out. Oh, you know, it's been a rough couple of days, but I'm finally feeling a little bit more like myself. <laughs> uh, the team, you know, they're feeling pretty good. Oh, but how are you? Lash, you see a uh, typing icon pop up uh it's it's there for a little while and so as soon as lux hands the com over to lash he's his mind is racing he he didn't expect the list to be this long quite frankly this is just police officers this is not all the people who would have been experimented or tested or practiced on or whatever you want to call it by evo so he's he's kind of blown away but uh then he turns towards Vern and and says but this the strike did work you evo no longer has the contract to touch any police officer as of now, correct? The city and the citizens and all the heads of the corporate enclaves 
thinks that we are violent fascists. Our sentiment levels are in the negative. Do you understand what that means? That means more people hate us than what surveyed. Yeah. You mean the absolute neg- negative. Say so ask 50 uh. people if they like us. 60 said we hate those guys. <laughs> yeah. I no, things are bad. Yeah. So negotiations are not going well. It looks like Lone Star assassinated a policeman. It looks like the policemen are full of violent fascists who are going to storm people's houses, beat them up, and get caught on camera, ruining the gardens. NYPD Incorporated got caught on camera storming the dorm rooms of theta kids, a bunch of hippie theta nerds that were harming no one. And as much as everyone is annoyed by hippies, people also see that they see that and they think the cops might come into my chaz next, whatever your chaz might be. So the only people that, no, the only people that are coming out ahead here is Knight Errant. If we don't get the contract, to become the police of New York City. And Lone Star doesn't get the contract to become the police of New York City. Knight Errant is already here and they will pick it up. Lash, you get a message on Lux's comlink from Odina. And the message says, We're good. Still picking up the pieces from the other night. Want to send appreciation to you and the team again. We could not have done it without you. And that is just as true going forward as it is in the past. We have some very, we think, important information that we've learned. We would love to share it with you as soon as possible. Lash gets excited by this and she messages back, do you want to meet IRL or I can set up something for us to share privately? Uh, There's another typing message for a little while. Lux kind of takes us in and this is new information for him, which is useful, but he does kind of want to make sure that I understand, but Evo no longer has any contact with any of the police groups right now. I don't know what they have in the works with the other okay. police corporations. You know, the, you know what the police, at least. Do you understand the NYPD was founded in 1845? In 23 years, we have a tricentennial, and it's going to collapse on my watch. Yes, I, I understand that. I don't want it to collapse. I don't want you to How lose do I look job? my union members in the face and say, I oversaw all of you losing your jobs? I mean, they Listen don't to have me. jobs right now. Look at me. Look at me in the eye. Yeah. Understands this about me, all of you, in my bone marrow, in my heart of hearts, I love law enforcement. Luck sighs because it's a very depressing statement, but he continues to listen. It's not just a job to me. Oh, shit. I have to go. If I find any more information, I send it along to you. But we've got to find a way to talk. I can't just keep going in walks in the park all the time. This place is depressing as hell. And uh, obviously they will suspect it if I start doing this very much. Also, if someone could hack you, someone could, uh, uh, you know, just put have a small camera somewhere. I, just a many, many million things. We cannot be doing this. We have to find some way to communicate privately. But it might be a while before I talk to you again. Okay. Uh, good luck. Okay. Wh- how would you like us to get any information we get about last line to you? I, I, I don't know. Um, okay. we have, that's a problem we will have to solve. Okay. You can hear Vern's comlink is dinging as he's getting more and more flustered. There's something is begging for his attention in some way. Uh, and he's like sort of looking at his watch and tapping his glasses. And, and uh, hey, listen, don't worry. I still control the discretionary funds. So <sighs> you'll still be getting paid. We're not worried, Vern. Not just a job, is it? No, it's not. I knew it. 
<laughs> wow. Viv walks ahead out to look at the water. Just to, you know, just not all walk out at the same time. Lash, you get a response from Odina that is uh, not text, but an attachment. The message is a calendar item. Uh, it, the meeting is scheduled for tomorrow morning at the Chaz. Lash gives that message a thumbs up. She adds the calendar invite to everyone else's in the group's calendar, as well as a to-do list of things to bring Odna for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Everybody gets this message. Uh, Lux gets this message when Lash hands him his own comlink back. That thing. Oof. I don't know if you have this thing configured, like just really, really weird, but your comlink specifically is the most dizzying. Lux's comlink is probably one of the most simplistic ones that um, you can you can have because he can't he can't handle all of the things that like a TK could with all the different options and screens and stuff. He's not very technologically and in, in, like inclined, so he can't imagine what it would be like if she put on like TKs, for example. But he doesn't say anything. So it looks like we have breakfast with Odna tomorrow. Did she ask us to bring her these things for breakfast or did you, you added, I added this. Wait, why did I add this? Lash? No, I added the list. I added the list. (laughs) It's just nice to come with breakfast. I mean, their, their entire farm, (laughs) I believe we flooded it. So I think the least we could do is bring some breakfast. Okay. These are just ingredients though. So you want to prepare breakfast? Is that what you're thinking? I was thinking you would prepare breakfast. Okay. I'll, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Lux is just looking over the list in his mind and just pouring over it and trying to find some connection. There's not enough information here for him to be able to do that, but he he can't help himself. Um, This is something that he's been wanting for a while. Um, There's also a nagging thought in the back of Lux's head that he kind of just says out loud, which is. Guys, I can't I can't shake something. Vern successfully severed relations with Evo with his strike. And then through the course of that strike, a faction of the police have gained momentum and have now completed actions that have put all of Vern's work at risk. If Evo couldn't have an active police force with Vern in power, maybe this is a way of them getting him out or getting the entire NYPD out having a new force come in that they can do their experiments on. I don't know. I don't know if it's connected at all, but I just, does that make sense? I see what you're saying. Either way, there's definitely something more behind the last line than just some rogue police officers. And maybe it's Evo. Maybe it's someone we haven't even met yet. You know, we haven't met everyone in New York. Though it is a goal of mine. Naturally. But either way, I gotta say, I believe Vern. (sighs) Believe him for now. I don't think he lied to us. I I appreciate the list. You got it, right, Lux? You got the list. It's in your dome. Yeah. Steel trap. Viv, what do you think? Um, yeah, Yeah, Viv is standing by some bushes near the entrance. Very bothered about Evo. 
They can take magic away. Allegedly. We don't know that for sure. It's best not to get too worked up over it now. We got a lot of investigating to do. And some vigilantes to punch in the dome, right? Do you guys want to learn how to punch? Should we do that? No? Okay. Silence. I'll take that as a no. That's fine. Look, I'm worried too. I'm worried Lux too. Is, Lux is now just staring off into the middle distance and he's not silent. He's whispering to himself, take the magic away. Take the magic. I think uh, it's time for us to, to go home. This is, the, we're not, this is a weird, first of all, weird part of town. Secondly, you all seem like that was uh, very affecting. And, uh, you know, I think, I think we should, we should take care of ourselves by leaving this park. And yeah? perhaps get a, get a pizza. That would really rule. What kind of pizza do you want? Pepperoni. Pepperoni sounds good to me. Lux? Good, buddy? Take the magic way. That as a no. are now leaving Fun City. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show, get access to bonus one-off episodes, our bi-weekly post-episode chat show Fun Chatty, and our Discord head on over to patreon.com forward slash fun city ventures. And of course, thanks to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat. Hi, I'm Bijan Steven, and you can find me online at Bijan Steven, B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, on Twitter and Twitch. On Instagram, I'm Bijan Cakes, B-I-J-A-N Cakes. I'm Jen De La Vega. I play Vivian Lakewood, and you can find me online at Randwitches. Hey, this is Nick Gersio. I play Lux Scythe, and you can find me online at N Gersio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O, on Instagram, and at Nicholas Gersio on Twitter. I'm Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog, and you can find me on social media at Shodell, at S-H-O-D-E-L-L. I am Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad guys, I think. Is that how it works? It's not clear. You can follow me online at taylor.biz. And my name is Mike Rugnetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Mike Rugnetta. You can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Fun City Ventures. This episode of Fun City was recorded at various locations around Brooklyn, New York. It was edited by Sam Grant and produced and sound designed by me, Mike Rugnetta. Pixel Riffs doesn't want to see you in the park right now. No, not at all. Stay away from the park. Don't go there. Fun City's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kelly McHugh, and Kit Pulliam. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton. <laughs>